Welcome back to the exclusive Hot Copics podcast on the Cop TV, where we debate the most juicy and saucy hot topics that you can find. So make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, and make sure you enjoy this episode. Liverpool fans, listen up. This is something for you. So we are sponsored by Foco, um, manufacturing much better toys than what Liverpool are performances at the moment. But as you can see, if you want to support your team in a very fun and glorious way by having these cool little ornaments and toys, or if you have a family member or friends who are Liverpool crazy, this is the perfect gift for them. Water bottles, nodding heads, dogs. Uh, We've got it all. Jürgen lad, next to me bed. Make sure to use the link in the description now. Head over to FOCO and use the COP TV discount code to get 15% off. You can't go wrong. You need FOCO in your life. Yes, people, good morning and welcome back to the COP TV Hot Copics episode 53. <laughs> it's great Woo! to be back. James is buzzing that I'm back. It's a beautiful thing to see. Um, thank you so much for joining us. If I just want to know who you think you are. Just, just in this chair, just so for this week, So mine's been in Qatar yeah, for a couple literally. of weeks, I'm, you know I'm what I mean? Now, bro. He's, be, he's been going to the games, Life's been chilling bro. with Sheiks and that, and now Sheiks. he thinks he can come back Sheiks. and sit in my seat. <laughs> Shakes. Shakes. My, that's my yeah, bad, my yeah. bad. And you think he now can come back and sit in my Absolutely, seat? Absolutely, bro. But uh, it won't be fun, <laughs> don't worry about Isn't that. Isn't he a mush, Mario? Mushroom, yeah. He's a proper mushroom, lad. Proper mushroom. Well, thanks proper for the mush. warm welcome back. Really <laughs> no, appreciate it. My first one in a month. That's brilliant welcome back. Um, as you saw just then, guys, we are still sponsored by FOCO. It's Christmas time. It's the perfect time to grab yourself some FOCO gear, the best merchandise, officially licensed products when it comes to LFC merch. And if you use the COPTV15, which is a little code in the description, then you can find yourself with a massive 15% off the firm. Um, and it is just about time. Uh, well, it's just Timber? about... Yeah, it's just about the, the time when they can take orders to deliver to you yeah, for man. Christmas. Today... We have the 3D construction puzzle. Um, this has got about 700 pieces in it. So it's something for you, for us to get on with over Christmas. And of course, we're still looking after Flux. As you know, the, the beautiful chaps here are wearing Flux. And I tell you what, since I got back from Qatar, I'm wearing the trousers right now and this hat, obviously. But since I got back, the temperature change has been an absolute madness. Um, 30 degrees going to minus four. As you can tell moodiness. by my voice, moodiness. Crazy. So Flux is the only thing I've been wearing really around the house, inside, outside as well. Um, so make sure you smash the link in the description yeah, and use the Cop TV 15% at checkout. Big up to everyone yes. who is involved. A special shout out today to Tammy. It's her birthday. Oh, Tammy. Happy oh, birthday. Happy to birthday, Tammy. Tammy. Birthday today. Happy so birthday. we got a Got to say that. She says, good to see AGT back. Alex finally back on the screen says, uh, Fraser, bat it 1%. <laughs> says, James, drop a London Roadman accent, bro. I've, I've been hearing a lot of this. <laughs> it's oh, in a way. It depends what you want to hear, fam. You get me. Do you know what? As someone from London, that is definitely, it's better than some people from London. It's not too shabby, Alonso. I understand when I don't do it all the time. Because <laughs> if I don't do it all the time, then it's going to be a little bit rusty. And then we have these conversations. There, yeah. I embarrass myself. But if I get into a rhythm, like just a little sequence of words and pattern bro, it's and not that. even bad. Frequency is beautiful, bro. Do you know what? It's weird that you, I can't it's even so like, When I'm looking at his face and I hear that accent, it, it really confuses Lads, me. On the big but six, yeah. Do you know what fucks pe with people's head the most? Is the fact that I just switch from going from that back to this. Yeah, and because yeah. I've got such a high pitch voice, because it is high pitch, I understand that. And it's is annoying it? to me. Like if I'm trying to be... Do you know, like a dad that you look up to and you think, yeah, he's hard him. Like, yeah. lad, it's going to be impossible with a voice like this. 
Got to no, be near enough. You just got to switch it up, mate. Look at me. The accents are the way I'd forward. I'd be phenomenal so. if I ran away forever, though. Lads, I'd go to Mexico or something, be learn a little bit of Spanish, implement the accents, and I would be flying. Yeah, if you ever did anything bad, just change your accent, man. Get flying. off. Flying. Uh, happy birthday, Tammy, says Ravi. The only positive about the change <laughs> in weather... Uh, for you, Alex, is the flies. Yes, that's true. There was a lot of flies every morning on Good Morning Qatar Show, as you'll be aware. Thanks for watching. Uh, that was Boss, says Ryan. Jesson says, haha, I love the accent. And LFCDS says, it's very good to be fair. I want to dedicate... I don't know if we should start off the show just with how much Liverpool news that we've got. We've I'd got love loads, to dedicate five to ten minutes at the end just to hear about some of your experiences. Oh yeah, of course, bro. Um, and get your Qatar. questions in. Get yeah, your questions in as well. as many well. questions as you want. Amazing time. Um, right, the, the title... Um, for this video episode 53 is Diaz out until March plus pre-agreement deal with Enzo let's start off with the Diaz thing let's only because I uh, I sent Jacob a picture if you could just get it up on the screen there of uh, Diaz's injury right now as we know you and I James Ruby we've all had our words to say when it comes to the medical situation at Liverpool the fact that we currently still don't have a doctor but the Diaz injury I just wanted to clear up for some people and this is bad news, if, if anything, right? It wasn't a relapse of the first injury. It's a different injury altogether, which but makes it even worse. The same knee, right? So uh, it appears to be two separate injuries for Luis Diaz. Horrible luck. October injury against Arsenal was the medial inner knee and likely represented an MCL tear. Now, obviously, he's gone out to Dubai, which was only down the road from Qatar, um, to join in with the lads to do a, a kind of Dubai Super Cup, whatever you want to call it. But now it's reported the LCL opposite side of the MCL, so it's the outer, has also been damaged now. So as you can see, he's holding that picture, he's holding his inner knee on that picture. It's now his outer knee okay. that is the problem. And we're hearing it's at least till March. Uh, and Klopp uh, said it's a massive smack in the face to hear that he's out till March. Apologies are needed, it says in in this tweet as well, which, you know, that's that's not really up to us to say. But when you saw this happen, I'll start with you, Jay. Um, I mean, to get two injuries on the same knee like that in the space of three or four months, it, the, the luck is just not there for him, is it? And we need him back so badly. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, Luis Diaz was... Although not, I don't even think he was vintage Luis Diaz at the start of the season, but I still think he was one of our better players. I don't think anyone besides Bobby Firmino I'd agree. was really at the maximum. I'd agree. Um, and then Lewis, Salah kind of... Then Salah yeah. finds a little bit when he started actually playing as an inside right forward yeah. opposed to out on the touchline. But do you know what? I will say this about Luis Diaz is that he's massively important to the team. Liverpool have always thrived when they've had those explosive quick wingers to put teams under pressure uh, which is what Luis Diaz always does he's got the flair he's got the energy and that's what Mane had yeah. they're both kind of different but they have similar attributes in a sense that they have the basics so even though they dribble differently they're both good at dribbling they're both quick as well not to mention uh, Luis Diaz not as physical but still similar types of players uh, now what we've got to talk about is what is are we going to do going forward? Because that's the key thing, is how are we going to last for the next two to three months when Jota's out till February? And on top of that, you know, I like Fabio Carvalho, you like Fabio Carvalho, but is he the, is he good enough to play left wing once a week for Liverpool? Which, if you're playing three games a week, is probably going to be needed um, until those two players return. So um, I'm intrigued to see how it goes. I think what it means in terms of what's next is Nunes on the left, Firmino in the middle or Jota in the middle when he comes back and or Fabio Carvalho on the left and and that'll be how we'll have to deal with it and hope that'll be enough to get top four. Yeah, he's such an explosive player. He he fights for every ball, Mario. 
Do you think it was maybe a little bit of a rush to to get him back into that camp? So maybe only two months after that injury, because that is a the MCL tear. I mean, that's a good three or four months there, in my opinion. Listen, no medical expert, as we all know, but I don't know. Maybe <coughs> was it a bit rushed? Yes, I think I think the same. Um, you mentioned the this news first because I was <clears throat> already ready to blame the medical staff of Liverpool, and at the moment we haven't got even a doctor, so. Uh, but yeah, uh, I saw the um, all the um, the training during in Dubai. <clears throat> in the first session, I saw Diaz with uh, with um, um, Momo Salah doing just you know some trick stuff like that, and I was thinking, did he really fit? I just fall bet- between myself, you know, he's fit for the next for for the second part <coughs> of the season because it's been like probably two months and a half, three months since his injury against Arsenal. And then the injury is something that all we know is it's something... It's the most complicated injury. Exactly, it's the most complicated. Football, and it's very serious. It's, it's a serious stop. To, the, 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 then after, we knew about the, the news that he's got a new injury, stuff like that. And I thought it's the same injury. It's the same from, from, from the Arsenal game. But you explained that it's something different. So this is just bad luck, mate. Just horrible, horrible bad luck. And we're going to miss a player like Luis Diaz. How this does, is this is definitely. How does this impact the season going forward? We, still man. I think I, you yeah. never know. With Liverpool, there's always extensive things to where it's like, oh, now it's April. Oh, now yeah. it's the City game or, or whenever. It'll be fresh for the new season next year. Yeah. That's what we'll get in <laughs> yeah, a <couple> months. <laughs> um, definitely we need to buy someone in that position. In January? Oh. <sighs> Not going to happen. Uh, this is our hope, of course. Yeah. Of course, Abel Carvalho is good a player. He's good. He's very good. But he can't play every game, Champions League, Premier League. He can be like uh, every game, 100%. Uh, it's not ready to be ready every game like this. He's a good talent. We love uh, Fabio Carvalho. He's massive talent. Probably the new cartoon in the future. But the moment he's not ready to play three times every week or yeah. two times every week. Yeah. This is the situation. Of course, we need someone... Uh, good to replace uh, Luis Diaz. No one in the world can replace Luis Diaz. For me, Luis Diaz is one of the best players in the world, one of the best wingers in the Premier League. So no one can replace him. But definitely we need someone, or probably someone ready from the from the academy. You reckon? I, I don't, if, I don't if know. If you're going to have someone from the academy, I might as well play Fabio Carvalho, in yeah, my opinion, someone with championship experience. In terms of what I was asking, I'll ask you as well, Alex, even though I'm not sitting in the main chair, so I feel weird asking <laughs> questions. Um... What I was going to say is, in terms of the ambition for the end of the season, so everyone wants to get back into top four, I thought that was going to be a struggle with Luis Diaz. With him out, it's a moody one, fella. Um, Do you think that we'll still get top four? Do you know what? I think I I did a video yesterday on international LFC fans in Qatar, which you can go and watch now. Um, After the episode? Of course, after this. But they're all saying the best we can hope for now is the Champions League. But that was before that Diaz news. So if you consider we've got to play Real Madrid in February and March. Without Nunes. Without without Luis Diaz. Diaz, I mean, if that's our best chance of a trophy then, and we don't have him, then it's worrying times. And I agree with James, you know. Obviously, we hope to bring someone in in January, but... I'm looking at some names that have impressed at the World Cup. We look at Mohamed Kudus, Gakpo, looking like he's probably going to go to Man United. Of course, we've been linked with Amrabat, who you did a great video on yesterday, Jay. Go and watch that as well if you haven't already. Um, Enzo Fernandez, Jude Bellingham. But these three central midfielders aren't necessarily a winger, right? Exactly. I mean, if we were to get a Gakpo, if we were to get a Kudus, 
it's going to cost. And I don't think FSG right now, as things stand in the process of trying to maybe move away from the club, are going to put all their chips down and say, here's that January help that yeah. you needed. Plus here's that massive summer help that you've needed. Yeah. I don't think we get both. Um, who would you like to points. see though? You know, if, if someone said, right, we've got 50, we mm. can have a little play in January. Who would you want to bring in to replace that? Well, not, maybe not replace Luis Diaz, but definitely come in to play in his position for two months. I wouldn't get a winger. Who would you get? I would get a midfielder. I still think we need that. I think that's a, a hole in the team that still needs massively replacing. How do you win the majority of your games? It's what's in the it's middle in the of the park. Yeah. And somebody like Terapt is someone I'm a big fan of. Um, I'm not trying to get onto the World Cup hype. I've said what I think his level would be. And I don't think it's to be starting for Liverpool week in, week out. That being said, Who's I do... Who's Amrab Amrabat? Amrabat. Amrabat, yeah. Yes. Did I say Terapt by yeah, any chance? Yeah, I was thinking he's a bit old. As if I said Terapt. <laughs> do, do you know what's mine? Did you say Terapt? Yeah, I, I said Terapt accidentally. He was very he good. He is a baller he, 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 he played at Anfield for Ben Fika. He was just, he was too, it was like not too technical, but he just didn't have the no, technical ability no, to match was very technical. He was amazingly he was, no, technical. He was amazing. Baller. But it's just Street he didn't have the, But just <laughs> everything else didn't yeah. match together. Uh, sorry, Amrabat. Amrabat, I like the way that he just does the basics, basics well. I like the way that he's like, he, he reminds me of a mixture between like Emre Chan and Genie. You, okay. you know, like less technical than both, but he's got that sense of positioning. He's in the right place at the right time. And again, if you're winning two, three, four nil, he's a player who can come on, slow the game down. And he's also a player who can be profitable in the next two to three seasons. You're buying for 25 million, you're selling for 30. I don't know. Something along those lines to where it's an asset that's good to have. It's good to have in terms of squad depth and his injury record doesn't look too terrible from what I've seen. So, um, I think if you get someone like that, because people are talking about Jude, Enzo, we need more than just two midfielders, which is crazy to say, but we do. Oxlade's going to go. Cater's going to go. We're still unsure on a few other players like Henderson. Will he be, he'll still be here, but will he be enough to be playing yeah. regularly and whatnot? So yeah. I think Terap's a need, a need to sign. So would Amrabat be maybe, a, what would happen I mean, to Amrabat's, Fabinho? I on it again. What would happen to Fabinho? He never played for Brazil. Yeah, well, he played, I think, half a game. The, the 10, 15 minutes. I think for being His stocks have really fallen, man. I think for being, I, I think what we've got to realise as human beings, this can happen. Just because he was good 10 months ago doesn't mean he's going to be good now. It can be an overnight thing. It can be a mentality thing. And mentality is everything when it comes to football. So I, I, I'm worried for Fabinho in a sense that I don't know if he'll get back to his best and I don't know if he'll get back to what we need Yeah. in terms of what we need him to be. That's why I think alternative options. Because because the only way I think Fabinho gets close to his best is if you give him a kick up the arse and say, right, we've got this new fella in now. We're going to give him a few chances. If you don't book up your ideas, he's going to be playing. That yeah. element of something to prove is massive. And Fabinho, probably more so than anyone, has had the most comfortability in I'd his agree. position. So he hasn't really got anyone knocking on the door saying, if you have one bad game, I'm in. He's only ever had Henderson. Yeah. And Henderson, as we know, isn't even at his best in the number six exactly. position anyway. So... Amrabat, um, Crick D in the comments says, Amrabat, I've never seen such a Liverpool player made for us. Gives fab competition. He's a baller as well. Look at him against Portugal. Unreal. Do you know what? He really was. Uh, and I've watched a lot of the World Cup games and he was one player that really stood out to me as that kind of lighthouse player that they call Fabinho or Pep Linders calls Fabinho in terms of he's a magnet and he'll fight as well. And he's, he's good on the ball technically. Something to prove as well, lads. Listen, yeah. For do you sure. know when you're playing for the team like Morocco and you have that underdog instilled got into you? Got that dog in him. Lad, he's got the dog in him. I, I, that's, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. And yes. 
I, I like Amrabat for that reason because I, I want players with something to prove. He's in that age group. He seems like he'd get on with the manager. There's other <coughs> Spanish-speaking players in the squad, so he'd settle in nicely. Imagine him just looking over and seeing Thiago. They're like sat on lads, you know what I mean? How are we? Like saying that. I, sp- I spoke with some uh, Fiorentina fans because Amrabat actually he plays for Fiorentina. Yeah. And they told me he's an average player. He's doing something very great incredible yeah. in the World Cup but usually for the Fiorentina he's a good player he's not the bad player but it's nothing special and that's what we need this, this is the, the Fiorentina supporters told me I spoke with a couple of people a couple of friends about him because I wanted to know if he's really good like this even in the week in the Serie A exactly every week because to play good in the World Cup you got one month motivation you play for your country you know you give. that's a great point this is a great point that's because great point. they told me look Amrabat is a good player but trust me this performance in the World Cup it's uh, it's it's something extraordinary. And what you don't it's, want to do is buy a player just because they've had a good World Cup. Look at Locatelli, right, in the Euros last year. I've not heard of him at Juventus since. He had a really great Euros with Italy. Won good it. player, but nothing special. And we were looking at him last yeah, year. I, remember. I haven't really heard of what he's done. Look at James Rodriguez, right? Amazing World Cup for Colombia in 2014. 2014, yeah. Right now, I think, where is he right now? Uh, probably in, in Qatar or in China. Or... I think he's in one know. of those places. Uh, you can the list goes on so you he's, don't want to buy a player just because he's and like you say when you've got the whole and bro I'm telling you boys Morocco was the most supported team at the World Cup yeah I saw Morocco yeah. fans Mexico fans everywhere Argentina as well but Morocco it's almost as if the whole country is in Qatar watching them and they're in the semi-final and who knows man they've got they're dreaming they've got, at the moment dreaming. they could they're win dreaming it. they can why win why not why not they can win <laughs> two games Absolutely. to win it so of course in, in <coughs> when you when you achieve something like that in your life of course you're gonna you have to give 200% of your capacity of your quality so at the moment Amrabat against Portugal he played probably his best game in the in, in the career but he's not good uh, one people told me Trudon says Amrabat but, gives me Salif you know. Jao 2.0 vibes good at the World <laughs> Cup but average well listen if we are gonna buy a central midfielder Another name linked with us, uh, and according to La Capital, which is a uh, kind of diary in, in Argentina, La Capital say that apparently there is a pre-agreement made uh, between Liverpool and Enzo Fernandez. Now, again, if I'm really honest, I'd actually never heard of him before the World Cup. I was at the Mexico-Argentina game Enzo where Fernandez? I hadn't heard of him. I, I know I, he's at Benfica. I, I knew that, heard about him but as I well. hadn't like actually seen enough of him to get excited. But when I saw that goal at the World Cup where he's cut in, bent it top right corner. We could do something like that, especially from that side. So could he play in that kind of left inside position, but also in the midfield? And do you think it's either him or Jude or can we get both? I'd be very surprised if we got both. <laughs> Me too. I'd be very surprised if we got both. Um, I, I I don't know. I think can get both and will get both is two different things. Yeah. Can, yes, definitely. Will we? Uh, it's not something... That, besides Alisson and um, Van Dijk close together and we got Fabinho in a similar time frame, that, that'd be the greatest pair of signings in a close space of time that we've had Do you really think that? In ages. That's a big shout. Um, uh, besides like Alisson and Verge, I think it's a good shout. And I think also, if you do bring in those type of players, two really, really good next superstars in midfield, supposedly... That's true ambition. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's animal That's ambition. That's future-proofing. That's 50% would Incredible. say. Um, it's lovely, lads. I, <laughs> I, I, I'd take them too, happily. Uh, but uh, it's always it's always these stories and one other thing with Liverpool, you know what I mean? You're linked with Mbappe, then you get Shaqiri. It's like, fuck knows. <laughs> fuck knows. You know what I mean? And I love Shaqiri. It's not Mbappe. 
Well, listen, he's still banging goals in at the World she Cup. She never Shakiri. had the chance Shakiri. to play for Liverpool, seriously. Oh, yeah. nah, I don't know. I, I, I never understood. This is probably one he of would, the... He was uh, never good enough to play for Liverpool. No, he, that was one of the things I never understand about Klopp. Which, that he never played Shakiri. He never made play Shakiri. Yeah, let, and, me, let me give you the simple answer, Mario. I'll <clears> simplify it very quick. Uh, Mohamed Salah, Sadio Mane, Bobby Firmino. Anyway, shall we move on to the next one? Yeah, of course. I'm not talking about like playing every game. <laughs> but sometimes, this. you know, to replace... That's what he did too. He played him sometimes. <clears throat> United, he played him. Barca, he played him. And he had his impact, but he was never good enough to start. He had always a good impact when he plays. Exactly, he, and that's all he was going to do. Super sub. Super so, but he never gave him a chance to play. He played his score in the derby game when we won 5-2. Would you play him above Saleh? Mm, of course not. Of course we had the trio for, for like five years. But sometimes you need, a, you know, to make and them rest. And that's what you used him as. He was injured half the time as well. Did you see the size of his legs? Mm. Beast. I think Beast. he could play a little bit more. Do you remember when we were always talking about how Shakiri's injured mm. all the time? He had like a Naby no, Keita true, situation. Yeah. No, 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 no. Naby Keita situation is unique in the world. It's unique. <laughs> nah, it's you know unique. Shakiri was literally the same. They might be talking about a contract extension. <laughs> no, for, no, no. For don't tell me. I this. heard rumors. No, no bro. And again, this no. is silly season at the Can't minute because we're about that. to go into another transfer window. And obviously no people want clicks. People want you to go on their articles. They're saying all kinds of stuff. But the midfield situation. Is is really the the hot topic of today because if you if you get Enzo and you get Jude and I don't think these are going to happen in January by the way I think it's at least in the summer if you get both of them then you're looking at maybe definitely Naby definitely Ox Henderson's going to have to have more of Milner a, a as well. sip, sip Milner back role. Milner Milner it, it literally is surgery on the whole of the midfield yeah. not just the starting three but the, the midfield squad like six or seven people the whole thing needs. It the needs 200, it needs 200 million to sort it out. And it's not going to happen. What's going to happen is Tyler Morton's going to come back from uh, come back from Blackburn. <laughs> and then once he's back, you've got man like Jude Bellingham possibly coming. If it's not him, it's Enzo Fernandez. Yeah. That's for, the way I see For it. me, Bellingham is the priority. Get Bellingham and that's it. Enzo Fernandez, to be honest, if he, if he comes, I'm happy. Otherwise, I don't care. Jude Bellingham is the... You know, the priority for Liverpool. The you know, main I watched man. you guys last week, right? And you said you've never seen a player that no, good at that age. Never, man. Let's not forget as well, like, no. Gerard, in my opinion, yeah, didn't really become... Gerard! Until maybe 21, 22, 23. See, I think the Gerard comparison's a good one. The I best he, player yeah, ever but, at that age is... I mean, mad. That, that's... Yeah, that that's like quite messy and you know yeah. like you know that. the love I feel for Steven Gerrard, but yes. when he was nineteen, he wasn't he wasn't that good. No, I agree with that. And Probably. I was on mm. I was with Robbie and Flex, right? A bit of a, a name drop here, but I was on the yacht in Qatar and we had this massive argument, right? Where I said and it's on camera <laughs> as well, wait till it comes out of the vlog. I said Jude Bellingham is the closest thing I've seen to Gerard since Gerard. Absolutely. And they, and they all just roasted me. They said, How do you how on earth can you think that, Alex? What has he done? No. And I'm saying, boys, have you been watching him? 100% agree with you, bro. 100% He's agree. the closest thing I've seen to Steve G. Let us know if you agree in the comments. Crick D makes a good point. Did you hear Fabinho before he signed for us? Yeah, of course. No. Did he won the league with Liga? Uh, are you mad? Oh, with Monaco. With Monaco. Uh, with Monaco. Absolutely unbelievable CDM, by the way. When we well. signed yeah. him, I remember we signed him in the space of 40 minutes. We were linked yeah. with him yeah. and we signed him. And I was like, what Just a after we lost the Champions piece of league. business. Yeah. What a piece of business. The YouTube channel I was working on, I was working with Paul and that on Red Men TV. We were talking about that signing. I was like, that is 
agency yeah. at its finest, by the way. Bosh. Proper. And that's when I thought we were going to go and dominate football for the next five to ten years. I was like, oh my God, now we're winning trophies or at least competing for trophies. Look at what we're doing. We just brought in Verge, got Allison. Now we brought in Fabinho. What a fucking team. Tried yeah. to buy, buy an um, Nabil Fakir. Yeah. Um, Nabi Fakir. Nabi Keita. Same season. Yeah. Same season. I, I wish that went through, by the way. Yeah. What a player what Nabil Fakir He's been in Liverpool for a couple of hours to do the medical. Nabil Fakir is. I don't know what's happened. FSG messed that up. I know. Messed that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I agree. They were like, we spent a bit too much. Let's not do too much. That, 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 oh, moody. Anyway, um, yeah, due to be boss, but I'm still very skeptical on that transfer. Crick D, another good comment here. He said, might have to make you a mod, mate, which I just done now. But he says, we signed Smitza and Barros after a good tournament in 2000. In well, no, we signed Oh, right, after that. If Euro 1996 um, in England. Plenty of good footballers were found by international tournaments. Um, man like Sean, he says, Fabinho's doing bits at Monaco. Did you see that Monaco team? And he was there when Mbappe was Mbappe, coming Bernardo through. Silva. He Falcao. was the heart of that Falcao. team, Fabinho, mate. James Rodriguez, maybe? James, probably. Nah, he went in that one. Probably Lamar. in different seasons. Lemar. But that mo- Lemar, Lemar was very good. We very wanted good. to sign Lemar, you remember? I'm glad we never got Lemar, thankfully. Yeah, look at how thankful. he's, he's finished. Uh, I never watched him at the time. He was one of those over Gakpo, similar, like overrated in you the reckon? moment. 100%. Uh, oh, I'm glad there's a new footballer every two minutes. Not all of them yeah. can be good. It's true. You know what I mean? It's not disrespect. People think like, oh, James, you can't play for... I know. I'm on it. I'm not saying I'm better than them. I'm just saying for what we need. They're nah, not it. No, I agree with you. That Monaco man. team was unreal. Wasn't Someone it? I'll say I was wrong about in hindsight. Doku. E shit. <laughs> we all wanted Doku, didn't we? Doku, the Belgium. He's a went to Leicester, right? What? I don't know. Or was that when Pats nah, and Daka? Nah, I don't I'm think thinking of to... Pats and Daka, aren't I? That was Daku, yeah. Um, uh, that, but he was someone who I really wanted. And in hindsight, I'm too. so happy we never, yeah. we never got him. He was, yeah. he's just not what we need. But For that reason, to judging people, <coughs> players during the Euros or World Cup competition is always risky. Uh, it's risky, it's but risky. It actually sometimes it fairly pays off well. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it does. We signed a Rigi off a World Cup, didn't we? Yeah, of 2014, right? Yeah. No, we signed Odigi nah, 2015. Nah, a few times in that World no, Cup. No, we bought him in 14 we bought him in and 14. he came in 15. It was like a Nabi Keita situation. Sorry, Nabi Keita situation. situation, yeah. exactly, yeah. No, exactly. Oh, what, what, what a legend of Origi. Oh, you know, mate, still I, st- I, st- <laughs> I still love Origi. For me, we're going to be playing against him on Friday. They've no, we won't. Yeah. He's not going to play. Yeah. Well, he probably if he can't yeah. get, if he can't he get a game in the minute. Dubai <laughs> Super Cup, then when is he going to play? Can you imagine if he scores a last minute against us on that ass? <laughs> oh, no, I, I actually like that. Time. In the friendlies, he's going to play. So he's going to play against us definitely. Speaking of games, recently we did lose twice in one day. To Leon, which I've never heard of before. We lost what? we lost 3-1 in normal time. And, and then the they penalties. said, you know, it's a bit of an exhibition. We'll do some penalties as well. Lost them as well. Five what? Did we yeah. lose penalties too? I thought I only saw the highlights of the actual game. And Harvey game, so. came off as a precaution, but Fabio Cavallio scored after one minute. Lacazette, unbelievable. Wow. Um, Chitra, is it Chitra for Leon? The, oh, the, the young fella with the... the oh. Baller. He, he I don't know his name, but he he's never going to get him. He he'll, he'll never play for our team. He'll Someone play let for, us know. He'll play for Madrid or Barca before we can fucking think about getting him. Yeah. That fella, yeah. I watched just the second game of the, uh, just the second half of the game. Yeah, I missed the first half. And uh, to be honest, we didn't play very well. We didn't play very well. It's a friendly, of course. It is a friendly. It's a friendly. Um, but that fella, the Leon, the, the Leon winger, he impressed me, the young fella. He looks like 15, 16. He's he 17. Is, he looks yeah, very he good. He looks today. very young. Um, and he came on and did really well. Someone even made like a little compilation video saying 30 minutes against Liverpool and he's done this. 
I mean, normally, as we've all joked about before, you can get signed by Liverpool if you have a good game against them. That's true. Uh, but again, you know, it's very, very, very early days to be bringing his name around. Chirkri is his name. Ryan Chirkri, 19 years old, around about 18 million worth. Uh, he's French and Algerian as well. Um, contract up until 2024, but he did look good. But um, Alexander Lacazette, Scoring an absolute banger against Liverpool. I never thought I'd say that in 2023 almost. But does this competition, the Dubai Super Cup, prove to you that we've lost a game, we've lost a player now, we might lose another game and another play on Friday. Has it been worth it for you so far? Because Arsenal are in it as well, but we can't play Arsenal because we're in the same league. I reckon it's needs to a degree. The competition, I think you need to get fitness. Injuries can happen. If they happen, then they happen. Um, Got to be more equipped for that, don't you? That's the club's fault. That, that yeah, I'd agree with that still, but playing AC Milan on Friday. Um, we've played them quite a lot. We've played the Milan teams quite a lot in the last couple of years, haven't we? I mean, again, a nothing game really, but it'd be nice to watch. I'm going to watch it for my boy Rigi. Divock Origi is arguably the greatest striker of all time and that's a completely unbiased opinion, says Uwaniwo. Origi has greater highlights than Kane, says Trudon, which is a fact. Right, Rigi's has got that Giroud factor not as much but he's got yes. the Giroud factor like if you Showing show the highlights, highlights and talk kids. about the occasions of those highlights then they could be like, convinced wow. that he's the best the, player that's ever Ryan Cerny's point is very interesting imagine yeah. if PSG have FSG had, had secretly, secretly sold the club sold. to filthy rich owners but they're keeping it cushy until Christmas Day as a present then we signed Jude and Enzo this is an interesting point Inshallah. no it's not why not because it's complete bullshit Manny. because it's a Christmas dream serious? I think it's not, Why it's is not it an interesting happen. point? <laughs> because could be happening. It's Why a not? hope. It's a hope. <laughs> it's a hope, exactly. It's a hope. You've got to stay, stay uh, with the hope. Let Sharky, me just find the will to live. No, I can't find it. Sharky saying, James is the type of guy to put the dishes in the washing machine. Uh, I feel like this is becoming a thing now. I feel like it's Sharky needs to message James and get some kind of arrangement set up for merchandise. Like, because... <laughs> I don't know where he gets them from. This has been months to now. To put the dishes in the washing machine. Unbelievable. Yeah, Shaki's still going, lads. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, going into January, we've obviously got um, a massive game on the 22nd against Man City, League Cup. We need to watch I don't know together. what team is going to be put out for that, if I'm honest. Um, probably Nat Phillips and Joe Gomez. Canate is staying put for a little bit because he's got further in the World Cup. That's our next you know, competitive game. So what do, what do you think? How or how do we approach that game? Do you know how many times the players after the World Cup get like a recovery time to come back and live? It's probably a good two weeks, you know. Two weeks? I would say he's going reckon... to miss the City. I'd say Canate will miss City and maybe Villa as well, maybe Leicester. We've got Asta, we've got uh, City and then we've got Villa. Yeah, Boxing Day. And Boxing then Day Leicester and then we've got 30th. Leicester on 30. And then I think Brentford away. It depends how, because now uh, Henderson, Trent, uh, Virgil as well, is out of the World Cup. So we don't know how long time they need to, you know, recovery time to yeah. uh, a little bit, right, to relax after the World Cup. So this is important point. Uh, it's, you know, against City, if you make play, not uh, Phillips is too risky, I think. Yeah. He's a good player, of course, good young player. I know you love him. but I How don't... can you not love him though? Uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, Nat Phillips. Oh, Nathaniel Dini Van Phillips yeah. is unreal. <laughs> Naldini. He is unreal. Um, I still uh, question he's been just as good, as, if not better, than Joe Gomez over the last two and a half years. When he's played, I'd agree. When he's played. 
I said that during the time I'd, I'd, he was playing. I'd actually agree and say that he's made less mistakes in his Liverpool career. Than no Joe doubt. Gomez. That's, That's not true. even a question. No, this is not absolutely even a question. True. Gomez is. I love Gomez. Has made some of the worst mistakes that I've ever seen in a Liverpool shirt from a centre back. <laughs> And that's saying something with some of the centre-backs that I've saw, but Gomez has had some hat. That Napoli game. <laughs> yeah, not the best. No, was for, I was watching day. Dejan Lovren Forget play for that Croatia the game. other day, mate. Honestly, I never Dejan thought Lovren has had one again. of the greatest like, out there careers that you could think of. Like Just the success that he's had with Croatia and what he's done with us, I, I yeah. thought was... It's mad the way and he's he just... could get into his second World Cup final in a row. Unreal. <laughs> She's in Rome, Ryan. She's in Rome. Ryan asking, Where's Ruby today? She is in Rome. Um, in Roma. Enjoying herself in the sunshine. Uh, she's been holding down the fort with the firm since I've been away. So, massive shout out. Um, also, just as we sat down to record this, Mario's jeans ripped, didn't <laughs> they? Before the life. Yeah. What half is that actually like? Your jeans? No, the, the, my jeans was like this, bull. And then they just ripped. I just, when I came here, and I stripped Those a little bit more. pants, Mario? Yeah, it's you fine. It's just stuff, my, yesterday it? I did legs in the gym, so probably this is uh, the reason. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I gained too much too weight. You know, yeah. so. <laughs> How long have we got left in the show? This we is have around 10 more minutes. 10 more um, minutes. So if you guys want to ask me some questions, then go I was going to ask you a question, um, but I, we ain't going to be about your holiday yet, yeah, so yeah. the next one can be. Did you watch the party fight? I heard about it. I didn't get to watch it. I watched the highlights. Did you watch the highlights? The highlights. A lot of people thought Paddy lost. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree with that. I'm not going to lie. I had a 29, 28 Jared. So two rounds to one for Jared Gordon, who was his opponent on the night. Um, we're in a great week for Paddy, but lads, I, I, he's so more than sound because he's got such a strong core fan base. Oh, yeah. Like he, he's been basically getting shit all week from like hardcore MMA fans because he had um, like a fallout with one of the MMA, like, the biggest MMA journalist called Ariel Helwani, who's been doing it for years. Uh, he's got the biggest show from a journalist in MMA. Fell out with him, got caught, like, caught to be chatting shit to a degree because, like, basically he said Ariel was asking me to go on a show. Ariel came back with voice notes and the MMA community got on Patty. And even through all that, he walks into the stadium and, lad, I haven't heard noise like that since Conor McGregor. Yeah. Do you know when people go on oh, for Patty? Cheering. Lad, it's insane. People um, love him. So it's, even though he's had a bit of a bad week, he's going to bounce back from that more than sound. And we'll have to see what his next fight Four is. Four and no now. Looking yeah. was he, he can only beat what's in front of him. That's it. Uh, um, a lot of people are just questioning if he can get into that top 15. and, and really... It's going to take him time. You don't, like you know, right? You don't just get a massive fight in your fifth fight. You've got yeah. to build it up. And I think he, he, he thought that he won the first two rounds quite easily. Couldn't yeah. understand that anyone else fought different. But another win. So big Fair Liverpool fan, Paddy. we take it. But... No, yeah, he's going to be taking a break off, as he should, by the way. He's had four fights. He's won all four. He's a huge superstar. Everyone knows his name. Take a bit of time off after what's been a Go bit of a tough week. smash Jake Paul's head in in the meantime. That's what I'd Dana say. Dana White won't let him. Dana White yeah, won't let well, him. And listen, also, lads, all I'm saying, Paddy doesn't want to just jump into a boxing ring with Jake Paul and just guarantee he's going to win. You just don't want to yeah, do no, that. No, no. You know it's what true. I mean? Like, it's it's weird world that we live in. Um, but that being said, about you and, and your time yeah. in Qatar. One thing I knew before you were going there, um, I knew that you were a little bit nervous just to be away for so long. Yeah. And and it was such a completely different experience. Um, but then I noticed a couple of days in, you were just buzzing to be there. And yeah. You um, had the shakes. I think you'll miss shakes. Liverpool. You'll miss Liverpool. Yeah, if I'm honest, boys, Robbie asked me if I wanted to stay for the whole thing. And at that point, I'd done three weeks. So I'd done the hard bit in terms of doing the group games, the volume, there was four games a day. 
And I just thought, do you know what? Like, I want to get back on the COP TV. And that's not just me saying it because you boys are here, but I've missed it. Obviously, you know what I'm like with Tegan, Gus. And I feel like I'd, I'd accomplished more than enough. It was it was beyond my wildest dreams, what I experienced from a football standpoint and outside football. Mm -hmm. The cultural um, learnings that I had, um, every single aspect of it was unbelievable. That I didn't see any fights. I didn't see any drunk people. Um, and I think the banning the alcohol thing was the best thing they could have done. Um, I think the the top uh, FA guy today has come out and really congratulated England and Wales fans for their exemplary behaviour. And I'd have to agree. I mean, for me personally, and again, I can only speak from my own experience, it was unbelievable experience. And do you know what? It actually made me fall in love with football again because I wasn't going into a game thinking, shit, we need to win this massive game, Liverpool fan cams oh it's stress stress you got a lot I was of going in. when you watch Liverpool it's yeah, different bro. it's different like I was a Holland fan Spain fan Iran what fan what was there funny Saudi to me fan. is that you had a little streak at the start where you'd interview a fan <laughs> just randomly and then the team would score and so it'd be I was like, literally what? the lucky child man um, so basically you watch a, what, of uh, every game every day a different game so I, in 21 days I okay. did 21 games yeah yeah okay. <laughs> but some some days it was two or three games a day some days I'd have a day off um, but Flex and Robbie, Hassan, Jason, still out there, absolutely smashing it. It was a lot of work, but easily the best working trip I've ever had. But it was like the first two days when we got there, because obviously Robbie didn't come out for the first week due to Laurie being really ill in hospital. Thank God he's, he's a lot better now. But the first six days, Robbie wasn't there. So me and Flex were doing a three-man job between two of us. Yeah. First two days, was like, oh my God, this is amazing. They've made me like personalised Cop TV World Cup mugs. And then day kind of two to seven was really, really tough because I don't know if you have heard stories, but the cabs can only drop you a mile from the stadium. And they you have to, when you're coming out of the stadium, obviously we work for an hour after and then we have to try and negotiate with a cab driver. Some days we aren't getting back if it's an hour driveway, the stadium until maybe half two, three, and then we'd be up at half eight to do the morning show. So doing that for two weeks it's on tough. four and a half hours sleep, that's why I'm kind of feeling a bit F now because my body's kind of catching up with it all. But it was very difficult, but easily the most rewarding in terms of the networking I did. Unbelievable. The people that I met, um, I did some stuff in Spanish for ESPN, Adidas, uh, met loads of guys from Sky, everything like that. So just an unbelievable experience. And yeah, you deserve it, mate. And I, it made it made me um, thank you boys. I appreciate it. But it, like I said, absolutely it, deserve it. It mate. made me fall in love with football because I'm looking at people right who are from Saudi or Tunisia. They might not necessarily get this chance, and I'm seeing people crying their eyes out at a football match when they've beaten Messi. Or you know, I was at the South Korea game where they beat Portugal. I was at the Mexico Argentina game. That's the best atmosphere I've ever seen in a football stadium, boys. It was like being at Boca Juniors. Unbelievable. Mexico, Argentina. It Even like better than Anfield, better nice. Listen, a lot has been said about the atmosphere at Anfield and I still do think it's up there. But that, bro, trust me, if you were there, Which you game? would have gone, Which game you say? Mexico, Argentina. Ah, when Messi scored uh, when Messi from... Uh, but they had to win. Both teams had to win that game. Okay. Enzo Fernandez scored that game. Yeah. Uh, I went to Tunisia when they beat France. Um, so many games, so many experiences. And I just love football again because it's just, you know... It, you forget the stresses that you have when you watch your club team. And listen, you know, guys, I'm not, I wasn't there to support England, right? For me to actually see these fans enjoying the football away from all the politics and et cetera, et cetera. It was just, I can't even explain to you how good it was. And it's obviously we got looked after time, with the shakes and big up to Sheikh Jassim for looking after us, playing football in the palace. 
etc. Going to camel racing. Come on, lads! Like you're not getting treatment like that Bro, if you come in. I was thinking as well, like to pay for that. What what would that have cost? That experience <laughs> oh. that I had. Oh. Um, it genuinely is priceless. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, Twenty, thirty thousand. Probably. I'm going to separate this opinion from everything you've just said. I'm glad you had a great time, and I'm made up that you went there and had a beautiful experience. I've noticed that a lot of people that I know who's went there has had a similar time yeah. to you as well. What's beautiful is this is again completely my opinion, not to just tag off what you've just said. I'm made up how much the English media have been proven wrong going into this world. That is a fact, as no, well. No, it is, lads. It is. And is I don't want, and fact. I don't want to involve people in the conversation if they don't want to get involved because I understand it can be uncomfortable. The English media are a bunch. Lion bastards, scaremongers. Now, now it's a big shame because there's the select few English journalists who are phenomenal at what they do, but get overcrowded by all the dickheads who go ahead and don't do their job yeah. correctly, and they have a, and they sign up to an agenda because it gets them the big yep. bucks from the people who want it. Facts. Align them with the same agenda. So what I'm made up about is that they've went there and Qatar gave the people of England, gave the people of Wales, gave the people of these areas who are worried to go there because of all the scaremongering that they were doing, um, and went there and had a much better time, like you said value for money wise a much better time than what they would have had oh, bro, arguably 100%. anywhere around by where we live so I'm made because best believe if England hosted the World Cup no way on God's green earth was of people from those areas came here and got that same treatment no way not a chance totally so big up to everyone in Qatar for giving my boy a really really good time and allowing everyone to, for all of us to come into your country um and Spot just simply on, have a great time Spot on. you know what I mean and I'm made up like you Spot said on. about the, the drinking and stuff I'm glad that from what it sounds like the majority at least stuck to the rules and was very respectful exactly how it should be because one thing that I hated going into the World Cup because I understand what's a big shame and and the reason why you can't blame Qatar is that they've got traditional beliefs and they follow a religion that has been going on for years there's no agenda driven stuff when it comes to Qatar this was always FIFA's fault they put the World Cup in an area where yes it might be a little bit uncomfortable of an uncomfortable idea for some people to go there. But to just put the World Cup there and you see what's happened to some of the people who made that decision. Yeah. They've been arrested. Yeah. Sort of they did it just for the money, of course. Uh, yeah. ju- just for the job. And that's the person exactly. that you've got to look to. And what I hated was how Qatar was being painted yeah. in a bad way going into the World Cup. And I'm just glad that they've shut everyone up. because And they've caused one of the greatest World Cups in recent times, by the way. Facts, bro. It's brilliantly put because, trust me, every... And there was only, from our scene of presenters slash TV guys probably 10 to 15 guys out there that we've heard of and we know not one of them had a bad word to say about it and the scaremongering that was done before was just like you said proven wrong because no one from again I can only speak from my experience but no one had a bad time or was in trouble not having alcohol definitely helped and like you say bro these shakes that I was with I mean we're talking about billions bro that these men are worth and the the religion of of Islam um, keeps them so humble they don't have, they don't boast. They're so humble. They pray five times true, yeah. I think about how there was people the going there and disrespecting their religion, lads. You know what I defo, mean? Like, I, I understand, like, it's different perspectives and whatnot, but going to the stadiums and wearing saying armbands, like I'm saying over here, that's more than fine and I agree, everyone should be accepted. But the fact that they was as humble about those situations and as lenient about those situations is what I admire. Yeah. You know what I mean, lad? Because beautiful people, beautiful place, beautiful culture. And I'm just Absolutely, made up your dad's a good time. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, and you know, look at us. We're hardly an angel, an angelic country ourselves. You know, <laughs> yeah. we we literally colonised the whole world. <laughs> we said, "Oh, nice country, yeah, we'll have that." <laughs> oh, yeah, you, yeah, that's ours now. Sorry. So you know, people can say this and that. It's like I've got a mate who won't remain. He will remain nameless, right? But he was saying, I'm "Not watching the World Cup, like not into it." And then he goes, "Oh, do you see that amazing free kick?" But I'm like, "So hang on." 
The whole world is laced with rank hypocrisy, right? So everyone can say this and that, but look at your own country sometimes. In America in four years, are people going to say the same when you can't have an abortion? You know, in England, we tried to kick out the Windrush generation two years ago. We literally mm. tried to kick out Jamaican people from this country and send them back. Like, that's mental. Madness. And then we have to come out and say sorry about it. So if people, and, and guess what? We take 25% of our gas and oil from Qatar. Our government are all in deals, right? So if you want to point the finger, big old man, like know what's going on in your own country before you start pointing the finger. That's Fact. what I'm that's gonna turn it. That's right? definitely um, brilliantly put. Finally, some English lads tell the truth about Qatar. Hundred percent, bro. Um, and do you know what? Everyone in the comments of our DR Sports videos were saying this <laughs> is so much more open and honest than the skies, the BBCs. Our coverage. I'm not just saying it. We were doing watch-longs in every game in the studio in London. Plus, we went to every game out there. In my opinion, there was no other YouTube channel doing it like us. Mm. And that's just my opinion, but a lot of people would agree. But guys, what an episode it is. Um, such a pleasure to be back in a cosy studio in Liverpool with my brothers, James oh, and Mario. Yes. We'll be back again next week for episode 54. I'm sure Ruby will be back then. Don't forget, Flux, it's that time of year, guys. If you want to wrap up warm, Cop TV 15%. We're also going to get a, a personalised bit.ly link in the description so it takes you straight to the product but for now go on fluxactivewear.com use the cop tv they've got gilets coming out on friday as well which Oof. are even better for the winter and it is blitz i've actually been wearing two layers of flux especially on the legs just to keep myself warm nice. at all times um and as always foco as well great christmas present for any liverpool mad fan in your life and don't forget even if you're not a liverpool fan cop tv 15 still works for any other team oh yeah right? it's a bit of a secret they don't want us to know that oh yeah but if you're uh, Chelsea fan, if you're a United fan, if et cetera, you're a basically, then you can still use the code uh, just in time for Christmas. So guys, massive shout out to my brothers again, James Redmond. My G, my G, my glasses are gone. My glasses are gone. We've got Mario as well. Mario! Looking beautiful. A massive shout out to Jacob yeah! inside on the buttons as well, on the ones and twos. And Alexis. Uh, thank you guys for, for having us Thanks back. To it's you, a beautiful you. occasion. Make sure if you haven't already, smash the comments, smash the likes and share this video. And we'll see you In next time life. for the next episode. Take Peace care. Out. Thanks for watching the video, guys. Remember to like, comment and subscribe to the Cop TV, the voice of football's most famous stands for a lot more Liverpool content. Remember to check out our Shopify store for this beauty and much more. It's the new Luchito's Way Diaz t-shirt based on Luis Diaz and Carlito's Way. It's out now, designed by Ruby. And there's going to be so many more. There is. Make sure you're involved. Go and buy this now and use the Cop TV 15 for a little discount if you want. Liverpool fans, listen up. This is something for you. So, we are sponsored by Foco, um, manufacturing much better toys than what Liverpool are. Performances at the moment, but as you can see, if you want to support your team in a very fun and glorious way by having these cool little ornaments and toys, or if you have a family member or friends who are Liverpool crazy, this is the perfect gift for them. Water bottles, nodding heads, dogs, and we've got it all. Jürgen lad, next to me bed. Make sure to use the link in the description now. Head over to FOCO and use the COP TV discount code to get 15% off. You can't go wrong. You need FOCO in your life.